Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. majesty over the heavens and the earth this morning we lift up praise and worship unto you O god unto your throne we bow before you O god and we declare you as god no one else but you O god be glorified this morning in the assembling of the righteous be lifted up O god by our praise and lord be exalted in all that we do speak through this vessel of clay O god this morning i pray for all people that are gathered in this service throughout the world in every home my god wherever people are this morning i pray that let the power of your presence touch them reach out to them oh god and i pray father let the heavens over their lives be open we thank you this morning for this great sunday morning your name be exalted now and forevermore amen give the lord a mighty praise this morning oh hallelujah this morning, beloved, I bring you the word of God. And I'm thankful to God for his word that always quickens our spirits, especially in times such as this. The, we are in different times, as I like to call it. I don't call it a hard time because there's nothing too hard for God, but I call it different time, a different time. The world is in a different time. We are doing things differently. Things are different. But altogether, we can say that God is faithful Amen. And God hasn't lost control over the earth. Amen. God is still in charge. Amen. This one, beloved, I bring you a word of, um, I would say, reminder. It's a reminder. And it's also an encouragement from God's word. Hallelujah. And it's a reality. Really, it is a reality. And it's something that we can all hold on to in faith. I'm talking this morning on... Um, sermon of titled angels on God angels on God hallelujah one of the greatest things that we have to understand as believers and as even all people in this world is that God's presence is everywhere with us and also there's a very present help that comes from God at all times and most of the time is through the ministry of his ministering spirits who are the angels of God. One of the most beautiful and um, strong psalms of divine protection we find is in Psalm 91. And I want to read it. The Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. They say, Surely He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings shall thy trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague draw near your dwelling place. Hallelujah. For it says, For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear thee up on their hands, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon. Thou shalt trample under feet. And the word of God says, God said, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. This is an amazing psalm of God's divine protection. It's a God's divine protection promises that comes from Psalm 
91. Praise the Lord. But I'm zoning in this morning to the verse 11 where he says, For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. He says that no plague shall draw near your dwelling. For because no plague shall draw near your dwelling because he will give his angels charge over you. He will give them commandment concerning your life, concerning your home, so that no evil, no plague, as I see this coronavirus, shall draw near your habitation. If you believe that wherever you are, give the Lord a mighty clap offering because the word of God is truth. Hallelujah. No evil shall draw near your dwelling place. Now there's a promise of heavenly protection. Amen. In this time, we have been given all the protocols for safety. Yes, we must do them. We are doing them. But above all these, when we have finished doing all these, when we have done all these, we must understand that there is the divine that comes upon our lives, that heavenly protection that protects our lives from the plague, amen, from every infirmity, from every disease. And it is so important to keep this in mind, beloved, and to refresh your mind or to know if you don't already know. Why? Because there's times in which we are bring so much insecurities. There's a lot of insecurities. Not knowing whether this thing is going or is coming, what to do, what not to do. One day this, that, the next day that. So many, you know, theories going around, so many things. And one doesn't just quite know what to do. And so, I mean, generally people feel very insecure and insecurity come out of fear. Amen. But you must understand this, that above everything, what man knows, what man doesn't know, what we do above all that there is that heavenly protection over our lives there is a great protection around and over our lives and these are the angels of god whom we do not see but they are working 24 7 to protect and preserve you and your family hallelujah put your hands together for the lord hallelujah and I'm talking about not seeing because you, when you don't understand, when you don't see certain things, you, you are prone to fear. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 6, the Bible tells us about a time when the king of Assyria warred against Israel and he decided to send men to, to arrest the prophet Elijah to, to kill him. But when the men and the chariots came, they came by night. So in the morning, when the servant of Elijah woke up, he realized that there were armies surrounding the whole city of Dothan where they were at. And he, in fear, went to his master and said, Alas, master, we are surrounded. It's like we are in big trouble. We are surrounded. This is the, the, our end. And the prophet laughed and he said, he prayed to God that God opened the eyes of this young man and let him see. And when God opened the eyes of the young man into the spirit, because as I always say, you know, we have a physical and a spiritual realm. And the things that we don't see are more than the things we see. But that day, Elisha said, God opened this young man's eyes to see into the things of the spirit, into the spirit. And when he opened his eyes, he saw around them that there was around those who are surrounded them, rather a greater army of horses and chariots of fire around them. Amen. And so he was comforted. He became secure. And this is what I'm praying to God this morning. That may God also open your eyes to see the greater army of God's protective ministers who he has sent to, to watch over you and to protect you. Elisha and his servant were surrounded by the armies of the king of Syria. Fear gripped the heart of that young man. But when God opened his eyes... That fear left and this is what happens when our eyes are also open to to see and to understand we get an understanding of spiritual realities he didn't understand or know the presence of god's ministry angels could were around them amen and he probably didn't also understand that the strength of angelic intervention in human affairs but that is what i'm here to talk to you about this morning there's the reality of the interaction of heaven with earth all the time. Hallelujah. Bible said that the heaven is God's throne. The earth is his footstool. God has given the earth to the sons of men. 
God rules in the heavens and he rules over the earth. He sits in the heavens and he rules over the heavens and the earth and he rules over the affairs of men. And so because of that, his will can be done here on earth. And because God's will will be done in the lives of his people, there's always that interaction of heaven and earth. We may not see, but it is going on all the time. Hallelujah. Jacob saw it. He, he had an encounter where he saw a ladder set upon the face of the earth, which top reached the heavens and angels were ascending and descending upon it. When I thought through that scripture, I just came to the understanding that the angels were already on earth. They said they were ascending and descending. So as you are today, wherever you are, understand that there are angels that surround you by the grace of God and by the will of God. You are surrounded by God's angels. You may not see them, but they are there working the will of God on your behalf. And that will is a good will. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The word angel in the Greek is angelos, which means messenger. Messenger. So angels are messengers of God. The Hebrew calls them malek, that is strong ones. So they are strong, I mean physically strong and spiritually strong messengers who perform the task of God and they are sent to perform duties on behalf of the children of men. Hallelujah. And they are sent by God. You know, from yesterday, that, that, that the word sent, sent by God, kept on ringing in my spirit. And I know God wants me to emphasize that. God sends his angels. He sends his angels. He actually gives them an assignment over our lives. Bible says in the Gospel of St. Luke chapter 1, verse 26, that in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and that virgin's name was Mary. Said the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a particular place, to a particular person for a particular assignment. Hallelujah. So God daily sends his angels to his people to perform duties for his people. Hebrews chapter 1, the verse 13 to 14 gives us further clarity. It says, But to which of the angels said him at any time, Sit at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister unto them which shall be the heirs of salvation? He was talking about the difference between Christ and angels, and he was putting Christ above angels, saying that he has not said to any angel that sit at my right hand until I make your enemies. Your footstool, he said, because the angels are just messengers. Say, so are they not ministering spirit? Ministering is to minister, is to serve. Are they not serving spirits? They serve, they are there to serve the heirs of salvation by the command of God. Hallelujah. So, angels are ministering spirits, they are servant spirits of God who God sends to do his bidding. They are spirit beings. Because they are spirit, they can move freely between the heaven, the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. You know, we as human beings, we are physical beings. So our, our bodies and our spirits and our souls for now are limited to this earth realm. But because angels are spirit beings, they, they, they have the ability to move between the heaven and, and the earth. Amen. So they move from heaven to earth, earth to heaven. Amen. They are not human beings. But sometimes, sometimes for certain assignments, they are allowed to take on you know the form of human beings so that they can perform a certain kind of duty there is not much preaching about angels i find and i believe that it's for certain reasons i i i found four within my spirit number one um ignorance because of ignorance a lot of people do not talk about angels for fear of making mistakes and some also out of unbelief those who do not preach about it out of ignorance, so rather it's better to rather keep quiet than to say anything that is a mistake. And some people just don't want to know. Then there are those who are in strong unbelief. Like, for example, between the sects of the Pharisees and the Sadducees in the time of Jesus. The Sadducees were a sect who did not believe in angels. They didn't believe in, you know, they didn't believe in anything spiritual. We still have Sadducees among us. Even though they are not called Sadducees, they are still Sadducees. Mm. Anyway, that's not the point. Let's go on. So, there are some who also do not believe, don't want to know. Then there are others who are afraid. And also, 
very suspicious about spiritual things and spirit beings. And then also, sometimes people don't preach about angels or talk much about angels because people will end up giving angels undue attention. And some might even get to the place of trying to worship angels or having communication with angels, which should not be. It's through God. It's God. It's through God. Hallelujah. But all, all together and on the whole, angels are real. Amen. And if you go into the word of God, there are about 300 or more references to angels in different biblical accounts you know of of angels there are more than 300 accounts where angels are mentioned both in the new testament and in the old testament and they both talk about angelic appearances angelic interventions angelic ministrations both in the old and the new testament to men they come to minister to men our lord jesus christ himself spoke about angels and also was ministered to by angels after the temptation after he was tempted by the devil bible says angels came to minister to him okay and when he was in the garden of gethsemane in that time of trial was as he prayed and he was in anguish angels also came to minister to to him and jesus often also spoke about angels he said for example that if he had wanted when um, when uh, peter took the sword and cut off um the servant's um ear he said, if I had wanted, I could have called upon legions, thousands of angels to come to my aid. But I choose to die. So Jesus made a lot of reference to angels. So, And beloved, the thing is, we are not to be ignorant about anything that God has made or that is. Because God's word says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. In this time, we are fearful, we are afraid. Um, some are depressed, some are just, you know, so many things are happening just because of fear. But if we had an understanding of the protective powers of God around us, we would be less afraid, or we might not be afraid at all. We would be confident in life that his power is there to protect us. So we should know about the ministry of angels to us, because when we understand about them, what they do, and what their purpose is in the kingdom of God, you see, because we are in this world, Bible says, Jesus said, but we are not of this world. And within this world, there's a kingdom of God, an operating very real kingdom of God, where Jesus Christ rules and reigns as our king. And we, those who have believed in him, we are kingdom people. Amen. The kingdom of God is here now. Amen. It's in the earth now. And these angels form part of the workings of the kingdom. They form part of you know, a certain um, body that enable the the we the believers we, we are maybe the foot soldiers amen so they enable us to help us bring to pass the purposes of god concerning bringing people into the kingdom amen and they enable us in our work in our warfare to help us to strengthen us so they are part of the kingdom move and the, the kingdom agenda angels form part of the workings of the kingdom in the same way that if you go to ephesians chapter 6 the Bible talks about Satan's hierarchy of, of spirits. Also, demon spirits, whom he also works with. In the same way, in the kingdom of God, of which you and I are very much a part of, angels are present. Angels are with us, working the purposes of God for the sake of the kingdom and for kingdom people. Put your hands together this one if you're a kingdom person. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And their purpose is to bring supernatural power to bear on the natural. Amen. And, and we can employ and engage them for the supernatural help through God, not by our own self, but through God. And we must also not worship them as the danger is for some to do. Because they are also created beings. They are messengers sent to us and should not be worshipped. In fact, no good angel will accept worship from a human being. The, those who say angel this and they have all kinds of queer names for certain angels when you go to those um, people angel this is coming and then they bow down no no those are demons but any true angel of God will not you know, receive worship from human beings in Revelations chapter two, 22 the verse 6 to 9 um, the, an angel was sent to bring a report to John and listen to what happened and he said, and he said to me these sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord, the, the Lord God of, of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants 
these things which must be done shortly. So God sent his angel to him to speak to him. Then he said, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saying of the prophecy of this book. Then John said, Then I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. So John, in receiving the message from the angel, said he fell down to worship the angel at the feet of the angel. Then the angel said to me, No, don't do that. See, thou do it not. Don't do it. Because he said, I am your fellow servant. I am a co-laborer in the kingdom and of thy brethren, the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of the book. And then he said to him, Worship God. So angel pointed him to worship God. So I'm saying no good angel will appear to you and say, Worship me. Or even if you try to worship, they point to God. Are you understanding? So we should not worship angels. No. No, that is not the point. The, the, the protective power that God sends with his angels is so real. And I believe in my spirit. And why do I believe that? Because when God is quickening a word to my spirit, I understand that he says that his word that comes out of his mouth never returns to him empty until it has performed the purpose to which he's been sent. So I know that once God is quickening the word to my spirit and quickening the word to my spirit, and he wants the word to be released, once the word is released, that means that God has already done it. That means that it's, just, it's what he's doing in the now. And what God is doing in the now, and I'm prophesying to you in the now, in this time of this pandemic, is that God has also sent his angels, has also dispatched and released his angels throughout the world to minister to those who are the heirs of salvation. Trust me on this. God has sent his angels. Amen. God has not left us alone. He has sent his angels. He has released his angels to homes, to family, to people who are the heirs of salvation, those who have been purchased and been redeemed by the blood. Angels have been dispatched to you and to your family. Say amen and give the Lord a mighty, mighty praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Beloved, you stand in a very privileged position. Let me add myself. We stand in a very privileged position. Number one, God is ever present with us. He says that I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is a privilege. To have God always with you is a privilege. Number two, Jesus is interceding on your behalf. Bible says that Jesus is at the right hand of God making intercession for us. So Jesus is interceding on your behalf before the throne of God. Hallelujah. And that's amazing. Amen. Because his intercession will bring testimonies to your life. Somebody received a testimony today by reason of the, the, the intercession of Christ himself for your life. Amen. Thirdly, the Holy Spirit is in you. The Spirit of God himself is in you. Amen. And by that Spirit being in you, you can say, Abba, Father, God is your Father. And if his Spirit is in you, the Bible says that his Spirit gives life to your mortal bodies, quickens your mortal body. So even in the time, perchance, even if you should be infected, have this knowledge that by reason of the presence of the Holy Spirit within you, your mortal body, your body will be quickened unto divine healing and unto health. And for those who are busy drinking immuno, um, immune boosting stuff, it's good, it's good. But know above the, the, the tablets and the vitamin C's and everything. I'm not saying don't take them, do. But understand also that above that, the spirit in you gives you supernatural strength. Divine life flows through you. Amen. Don't say, well, apostle said the spirit is in me, so I'm not going to take my zinc. I'm not going to. No, I didn't say that. Please, let me get it clear. This is a disclaimer. Get it. Take your vitamins. Take whatever the doctor has said to take. Do your hand washing, sanitize, wear your mask, social distancing, keep home, stay at home if you have nothing doing. Don't go about visiting people for no good reason. If I don't go visiting, that's why you have a phone. If you have a phone, do FaceTime or whatever. But above all that, have this understanding within your spirit that there's the, the reality of the, the strength of the Holy Spirit within you. That gives you divine strength, spiritual immunity, divine health and healing, strength beyond human understanding. You fall down, you bounce back because there's, there's a life stream of life within you and that is the life of God. Is somebody with me this morning? Put your hands together and give the Lord a praise. I'm telling you that you stand in a very privileged position. And number four, the angels of God are present all around you to help you. And I believe that puts us in a great, great position. Amen. I mean, I could stop the message now. 
I'm satisfied. This just finishes it for me. But I'll preach on. Amen. If you want to preach, say preacher, apostle. I go. Amen. So one of the, the greatest privileges we have, as I've said to you, is that we can have help from God's messengers. Amen. God's messengers who are actually designed their, their, their work, their assignment is to minister unto the heirs of salvation. And if you go to the word of God, we have so many instances of God sending his angels to deliver or help his people. And I, I'm loving the word send. Sent. God actually sends. Why would God send and keep on sending help? Because God loves you. And God cares about you. And God cares about your welfare. God cares about your family. God has a plan for you. It is not God's plan that the whole world should die in 2020 because of a virus. No. God will keep us. The end will come. But we don't know when. But for now, I believe that God will keep his people. Amen. God will preserve your life. And God will protect. That's why he keeps on sending his word. Sending his spirit. Sending his messengers. Sending angels to keep us. For example, if you go to the book of Daniel chapter 6, when Daniel was cast into the lion's den, and to the minds of many, I mean the lions would devour him, the king himself couldn't sleep because he knew that you know, Daniel was a good man. So he couldn't sleep. So early in the morning, he came to the den, the mouth of the den, and he said, Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God. The king recognized that. Is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver you from the lions? And then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God, my God has sent his angel and has shut up the mouth of lions. May God send his angels to you this morning and shut up the mouth of lions. There could be any type of lions, human lions, spiritual lions. But may any mouth that is open to devour, to swallow, to destroy you, may the Lord send his angel to shut them up. He said he has sent his angels and shut up the mouth of the lions that they have not hurt me. Amen. God sent his angels to shut up the mouth of the lions that they could not devour Daniel. In times of danger, God was sent his angels to deliver Peter was put into prison in the book of Acts chapter 12. And the whole purpose of Herod at that time was that the next day they will bring him out and they will kill him. The Bible says that his feet were tied up in stocks. Chains was bound with two chains. And so, you know, soldiers were keeping charge of, of the prison. But the Bible says in the verse 7 of Acts 12 that, and behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him and light shined in the dark prison. Hallelujah. And he smote Peter on the side and said, wake up. Quick, get up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, get yourself that's, and put on your shoes. That's, put on your clothes and put on your shoes. And he did it. And he said to him, put your, your garments about you and follow me. And so he followed the angel and he didn't know that was true. He thought he was, he was having a dream. But he followed and then when they were past the first and the second ward, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city. And the angel opened, of it, the, the, the gate opened of its own accord because of the presence of the supernatural with him. Hallelujah. And then he sent Peter to go. And the angel departed from him. And Peter came to himself and said, wow, this is true. It is not a dream. It's not a dream. And he said, the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. So the Lord has sent his angels and delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from the expectation of all the Jews. Listen, listen, and listen to me good this morning. The Bible says that the expectation of the righteous shall never be cut off, but the expectation of the wicked shall be cut off. And I'm speaking to somebody this morning that God will deliver you from the negative and evil expectation of your adversaries against you. Any evil expectation, negative expectation of any person, any persons, any group against your life, I declare that God will deliver you. The expectation will come to naught. Evil expectations for your life will come to naught. 
Those who think that you will die, you will not die. You will outlive them. Those who think that you will be put to shame, you will not be put to shame. God will rather exalt and increase you. Those who are wishing for your downfall, they will see your rising up. Those who wish that your star will not shine, I'm telling you, you are going to shine. You will shine. The expectation of the righteous will never be cut off. And that is why this morning I'm bringing you this word of God from your father so that you will have that divine expectation within your spirit. That in my time of trouble, in my time of danger, my God will send his angels to deliver me from the expectation of my adversaries. Put your hands together and give the Lord a mighty praise this morning. <coughs> God sends his angels sometimes to also bring direction and information. Amen. Daniel had been fasting and been praying for 21 days. He was seeking God for certain answers to certain things that he was desiring. And finally, when the angel came to him, he said to him, Daniel chapter 10, the 12 to 13, he said unto me, fear not, Daniel, from the first day you did set your heart to understand and to fast, to chasten yourself before the Lord, thy words were heard. Wow. So when he said, he said, from the day you started praying and fasting, your words were heard in heaven. Beloved, when we pray, our words are heard. Whenever you pray, know this, that your words are heard. God hears you. Heaven hears you. Say, your words were heard, and I am come because of your words. That means I've been sent to bring you answers to your request, your, your desire for knowledge. But behold, the king of Persia, the prince of the kingdom of Persia, withstood me these 21 days. But behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, another archangel, came to help me, and I re and remained there. I remained there with the kings of Persia. So here was a very strong angelic interaction with Daniel. Gabriel came to me and said, listen, from the day you start fasting and praying, I was sent because your prayer was heard. But a demon spirit, a principality, the governing spirit that rules over Persia, an evil spirit, withstood me. But behold, reinforcement, angelic reinforcement was sent from heaven to come and help me. This morning, may you receive angelic reinforcement in your life. Oh, somebody, your amen was weak. I said, may you receive a, a, an angelic reinforcement to your life. May legions and thousands of angels be dispatched for you, you and your family. In the mighty name of Jesus, he was sent from heaven. Beloved, angels of God are powerful, powerful beings. Psalm 103, the verse 20 to 21 says, I bless the Lord, ye angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. He was talking about the angels. He said they are strong. They do the pleasure of God. That means they do, they perform the will and the counsel of God. And they listen, they obey the word of God and do the commandments of God. This is what angels do. They, they, they do the will of God. They, they, they obey the word of God. They do the commandments of God. And they are strong. They execute judgment, the judgments of God. Hallelujah. For example, in the time when God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and wanted to deliver Lot, he sent two angels to inform Abraham. And they are the same angels who went to rain judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah. But they are the same angels who delivered Lot and his family. And so they do, angels do the will of God. They, they do the pleasure of God. What God wants to be done is what they do. And they bring judgments also upon the earth. And so sometimes when you see certain things happen, they, they are judgments that God releases his angels to bring judgments to, 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 to the world, to people, to, to nations. If you read the Bible, you read there a lot of times that judgments were sent upon people and angels were sent with swords to execute lives. Why? Because that was the judgment God had passed on them. Beloved, in this pandemic, I believe that something is going on like that. But in the midst of it all, like how those two angels delivered Lot and his family, you and your family will also be delivered. I say you and your family will also be delivered. The angels of God are 
agents of war. They, they do warfare on behalf of the children of God, at the bidding of God, at the instruction of God. The king Sennacherib came against Judah and he surrounded Judah. The Bible says he besieged Judah. Second Chronicles 32 is where I'm talking from. And he strengthened himself and decided that, no, these people, I'm going to destroy them. But what happened was that the, the children of Israel also prayed unto God. And God gave this word that they should be strong and they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be afraid. They should be courageous. The king spoke to them. They shouldn't be afraid because God will send deliverance. And truly, God did send deliverance. Amen. And the deliverance that God sent is that, Bible says in the verse 21 that, and the Lord sent an angel which cut off all the mighty men of valor and the leaders and the captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. One angel cut off all the captains and the leaders and the mighty men of war of the Assyrians. Amen. So the Assyrian king went back with shame. So he went back with shame to his own land. And when he came to the house of his God, he died. He died. He died. He had wanted death for the children, but he died. God sent just one angel. He didn't need a legion. One, one powerful angel came and smote the, the mighty men of war of the Assyrians. Beloved, all you need is one angel. You don't need more. Amen. But God himself knows what you need, and you bring deliverance for you. Sometimes angels are also sent to bring encouragement. As it is this morning, we are receiving this encouraging word of God. Gideon, in a time when the Midianites who had taken over Israel were taking their, 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 their harvest, and Gideon said that they, they will not have my wheat. And so the Bible said he was threshing wheat in a wine press. You don't thresh wheat in a wine press. You thresh wheat on the wheat floor. But just to escape or to, to, to kind of you know, dodge them, he was threshing wheat in a wine press so they wouldn't take his wheat. And an angel was sent to him. God said, Bible says in Judges 6, the verse 12, he said, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Bible says that Gideon threshed wheat by the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. And an angel of God was sent to him. And he said to him, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, but if he is with us, why, why has all this befallen us? Why, why are we having all this trouble? And this is a question I believe a lot of people are asking today that if truly God is with us, why are we having all this trouble in this world? Listen, that is for God to know. But our, our take on this thing is that despite whatever is happening, God's will will be established in your life. Amen. And God will deliver you. And the Lord looked upon him, the angel of the Lord looked upon him and said to him, go this thy might, and you will save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. God brought him that encouraging word and that strengthening word from that angel and that empowered Gideon to go to war against the Midianites and eventually he did bring deliverance to Israel. Amen. May the angel of the Lord be sent to you today. I said, may the angel of the Lord be sent to you and to your family today in the name of Jesus. God sends his angels. I love the word sent. Because if somebody doesn't care about you, they won't send to you, but he cares. So he sends his angels to us also in time of trouble. In time of trouble. Joshua stood by Jericho. He looked upon Jericho. And he knew that they had to bring down Jericho. There was a war they had to engage Jericho with and take Jericho because they were on the way to the promised land. But Bible says Jericho was straightly shut up. And Jericho had mighty walls, big walls. And I always say that those walls were mighty because the Bible says that the house of Rahab the prophet was built on the wall. So it was not just these walls that we build these days. They were wide walls upon which you could build a house. And they were sh the, the gates were shut. How was he going to overcome? How was he going to win this battle? Maybe you are also faced with a certain battle in your life. It may not just be this coronavirus. It could be anything. Financially, maybe in your marriage, in your health. Whatever battle that you are up against. Jer Jericho was, I mean, tight. It's a tight case. But in the midst of Joshua looking at Jericho and probably wondering how we're going to do this, Bible says that as he lifted up his eyes and looked, behold, there stood a man over against him with a sword drawn in his hand. 
And Joshua went to him and said, are you with us or are you with our adversaries? And he said, no. But as the captain of the host of the Lord, I have come to you. I have been sent to you as the captain of the host of the Lord. And I believe that that was Jesus himself manifest. He is a captain of the host of the angel armies of the Lord. He said, as the captain of the host of Israel, I have come to you. He came to help them. Amen. And he said to Joshua, put off your shoes from your feet because the ground where you stand is holy. And truly, Jericho was taken by not a natural means, but by a supernatural means. When was the last time you shouted and walls fell? Even these ordinary walls that we have. When was the last time you shouted, hey, and walls fell down? But they shouted, blew the trumpet, and the walls of Jericho, those mighty walls, came down. This morning, I pray over your life that by the supernatural power of God and by the, the, the ministering of his ministry and warring angels, may every wall that stands between you and your next level, may every wall that stands between you and your breakthrough, may every wall that stands between you and your living, being kept alive, may that wall come tumbling down by the supernatural intervention of God's ministering spirits. The angels of God, beloved, they are always working, always on assignment. Hallelujah. Always on assignment. And this one, as I speak, they are on assignment in your home. They are on assignment over your life. As they are on assignment with, with me here, they are on assignment. Wherever we go, wherever we are, where we are awake, where we are sleeping, they are on assignment. Hallelujah. Psalm 34 says, from the verse 7, that the angel of the Lord encamped around the dwelling of those who fear him, and he delivered them. He encamped about them, and he delivers them. They surround you and they bring you deliverance. I prophesy into your life that you shall be delivered. You shall be delivered. You shall be kept alive and you shall be kept strong. Ah, he that watches over you, he says he doesn't sleep nor slumber. Hallelujah. God's angel spirits have been sent. His ministering spirits have been sent unto us who are the heirs of salvation. Amen. So we can be confident in this time. Hallelujah. And we can be bold. God said in Exodus 23, 23, he said, my angel will go before you and bring you to the land of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Jebusites, and the Hittites. I call them the kites. And I will cut them off. Israel was going to dispossess a great and mighty people, nations of their land. How are you going to be able to die? It will take God. And God says that my angel will go before you. This morning, wherever and whatever you have to do, listen, in your life, listen, the angel of the Lord will go before you. And he will help you. And he will give you rest. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a clap offering. And that is why I love Psalm 91. I go back to it from the verse 9. It says, because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation, there shall no evil before thee neither shall any plague draw near your dwelling. For he, because he, for he means because he will give his angels commandment, an assignment, charge over you, amen, to keep you in all your ways. In all your ways. The angel of the Lord will keep you. He said they shall bear thee up in their hands so that you don't dash your foot against a stone. We have an account of so many people who have received angelic interventions and assistance in the Bible, talk about Abraham, talk about Lot, talk about um, Israel as a nation over and over again, talk about Jacob, talk about Manoah, his wife, and Manoah himself, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, Joseph, Peter, Paul, and now you and I, hallelujah. We, we are all beneficiaries of God's angels who come to intervene on our lives. So beloved, have, have confidence, amen, in God's protection. And in, in the protective presence of God's angels over your life. Angels who assist you in the time of your need. Angels who are fighting battles for you. Some of the battles they fight for you, you don't even know you are in the battle. But because they fought for you and you, you just went through life. Sometimes you are driving and then maybe something happens and you know, you, your, your car gives way and you, you park. Maybe so it's my carburetor. It wasn't your carburetor. It was an accident on the way that the angel of the Lord delivered you from. So they just touched your carburetor. Your carburetor went conk 
and then you are delayed for 15 minutes. You spark the car again, and it starts, and then you, you are going. Anyone about what happened to this car? It was a deliverance. It was a deliverance. It's happening all the time. You know, I've known of people who have been delivered because of angelic interventions. One person said that during the, the September 11 crashes of the plane into um, the, the World Trade Center, a man and his wife were at home. And the wife was getting ready for work. She had dressed up. And her husband said, oh, I'm not feeling too fine. I feel like I have a cold. I said, when did this? I said, oh, just a few minutes ago. I just, I just don't feel fine. Just make me, you know, um, a cup of tea and then go. Then suddenly she sat there and said, no. If you're not feeling well, then I'm not going. I'll take care of you. She said, no, no, I mean, it's not that bad. It just suddenly, you know, I just feel funny. But you go to work. She said, I'm not going. She stayed. And there was a crash. So after the crash, her family were calling the husband. He said, oh, she's right home, right in front of me. Many stories like that, many accounts like that. People who miss buses that day. People who miss trains that day. People who had different issues for which reason they were delivered from that tragedy. Listen, the angels of God are dispatched to help you. Amen. And they will fight on same battles on your behalf. They will bring you help when you need it. Hallelujah. So let's learn to employ angelic assistance and help. And as I said to you, you are not to communicate with them and say, Angel Gabriel, come. Angel Michael, come. No. No, 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 no. There are ways by which we employ angelic assistance. The, the first one that comes to my mind is worship. Amen. Worship. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, when Jehoshaphat was faced with you know, a host that were coming against him, what did they do? They sent worshipers. And as they worshipped, the, the power of God came down and you know, the, 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 the enemy was totally annihilated. Angels were dispatched. Whenever you begin to worship and praise God, Bible says that God inhabits the praise and the worship of his people. Whenever you begin to praise and worship God and the presence of God comes, God will never come to a place without his angels. Before God comes, his angels fill the place. Even our earthly kings and presidents, they don't go anywhere without their messengers and their dispatch and all those security. So the security of heaven, the angels of heaven, they, they, they precede God's presence. So wherever there's genuine worship, true worship, and praise going on, you can be assured the angels will come in. They, they will come around. They will, they will join in the worship as the, the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords comes to receive that worship and praise. You want the angelic activity in your house, keep the worship. You want angelic presence around you, keep your praise on. Keep your worship on. Hallelujah. By all means, it attracts angelic activity. Amen. Number two, so the angels of God, they hearken unto his word and they do the bidding of his word. That is why we need to, you know, speak the word. Speak the word. Whenever you are speaking the word or you are confessing the word or you are praying the word, so they hearken, they, they obey the word of the Lord. Amen. They don't obey So somebody was going to eat and whenever he's going to eat, his wife will say, have you prayed? Have you prayed? Have you prayed? And so that he's so hungry, so he got fed up. Then he wrote on a, a cardboard, Lord, thou knowest. And then he stuck it on near the dining table. So whenever he's going to eat, he goes like this. Then he starts to eat. His wife said, have you prayed? He said, I've told him, Lord, you know, I've prayed. Don't be, not that kind of prayer. But whenever we are praying the word of God to him, his angels who do his bidding, we take that word and there will be a performance. Amen. And that's why we also have to hearken to the word. Because even angels, they hearken to the word of God. They listen. They obey the word of God. And when we are also listening and obeying the word of God, listening to and obeying the word of God, what happens is that we are in sync with them. Amen. And the will of God, the bidding of God, that they do as his word will be done. Psalm 103, I go again, verse 22. Bless the Lord, O ye angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. The voice of his word. The word has a voice. The word, the scripture, the word, the rema has a voice. So they hearken unto the voice of God's word. And so when God's word is released, God's word speaks, there's creation, there's creativity. And angels pick 
that word and they do the bidding of that word. Amen. The next thing we must do is that we must ask God for angelic assistance. We must ask God, the Lord, dispatch your angels, send your angels to go before me this day as I go into my day. Lord, as I'm going this day, Lord, let you send your angels to keep charge over my life. As I, I go to bed tonight, Lord, send your angels to watch over my children. Your children are far away. Send angels to them. Ask God to send his angels to be with them. Long time ago, I don't know whether I've told you this story, but maybe the members of um, Liberty Center and the Lord God Ministry will know it. Long time ago, my brother was um, sent to go to school in America. He was very young at that time. And my mother kept on worrying and worrying and worrying, and she was always praying about him. Because you know, when you're sitting in Ghana in those days, and this I'm talking about many, many years ago, and you hear about um, America, the shootings and this and that, you, 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 it's quite terrifying. So she was worrying and she was praying and she was praying, committing me to the hands of the Lord. One day I had a dream, and in the dream, I saw my brother walking the streets, you know, like walking you know, on the street of New York, and there was this huge person following him everywhere he, he was going. Wherever he went, the person was following him. So when I woke up, I said, who's that? And I first saw, was that a gangster? No, I said, no, it can't be because the person, it didn't look, the size of the person didn't look human. Then I immediately got it. That was an angel. So I had a conversation with my mom, and I said, look at the dream I've had. Then we knew that the, the Lord had heard her prayer, and he had sent his angel to follow him wherever he goes. Amen. And he's, he lived in America all the, those years, no problem. So wherever your children are, maybe you have grown up children, they are far from, ask God to send his angels to keep charge of, to watch over them. Send the angel of God by asking God, hallelujah, and heavenly intervention shall be your portion. Hallelujah. Be sure and be confident that in the tempest, in the storms of life, God will send his angel with a word, with assistance to do battle and to help you. Hallelujah. You don't have to be afraid. They are more with you than against you. The apostle Paul being sent to Rome in the, in the ship when there was a storm. Everyone was afraid. Everyone was giving up. But he said, listen, listen to me. Don't be afraid because there stood by me this night the angel of the Lord whose I am and whom I serve. And he has spoken to me that there shall not be any loss to any life in the ship. Listen, God will send his angels to you in the midst of the storm, in the tempest of life, in the time of need, wherever you go, the Lord has already dispatched his angels to keep charge over you. So in this time and in this season, beloved, fear not. And I speak again, fear not. Do not be afraid. The presence of God is with you. His angels surround you. They will arrest every power of darkness. They will destroy every virus. They will. Amen. You do your part and let God do his part. Hallelujah. And you shall be kept safe and you shall be kept hidden. You shall be kept protected. May the Lord bless you and may he continue to give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In Jesus' mighty name, be of good cheer. Amen. You want to lift up your hands unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, you want to pray to the Lord thanking God for his love and his care over your life. Just thank the Lord. Say, Lord, I thank you for your care and your love, your deep love for my life, for which reason you have given your angels charge over me and my family. This one, I thank you. And I believe in the ministry of your messengers. This morning, I pray, oh God, the Lord sent to me divine assistance. Make it your own prayer. Pray. Talk to God right now. Pray to God. Ask God for angelic assistance. Pray God that may his angels be dispatched into your battle. Whatever tempest, whatever storm is blowing your life, you are asking God this morning, that Lord, dispatch your angels, those that do warfare to fight and see my battles on my behalf. Lift up your voice and pray, beloved. Thank you, Jesus. Pray. The Lord will hear you. So from the day you opened up your mouth to pray, Daniel, I was sent from heaven. This morning, pray to the Lord. Ask the Lord. Pray. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise this morning. The Lord, you have not left us alone. You sent your Holy Spirit to be with us. Your very presence is with us. You say you will never leave us nor forsake us. And Lord, in addition, you have given your angels charge over us. 
this morning, Lord, we, we will rest in the security that, Lord, you have made for us, oh God. You have secured our lives. And we say thank you. We will not lose sight, oh God, of that which you have done. That we will not be fearful. We will not lose confidence. And God, we will not be in despair. We will not give up on life. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise this morning, oh God. We give you worship this morning, oh God. Give you glory. Thank you, Lord. The Lord, you are so aware of everyone. You know us, oh God, by name. Your word declares that we are yours. And so when we pass through the water, you are with us. The waters will not drown us. They will not overflow us. And when we go through the fire, the fire will not burn us. The fire will not kindle upon us. Thank you that, Lord, you know everyone by name, Lord. My God, we are your people, oh God. We are the sheep of your pasture. You will not leave us nor forsake us, Lord. And we thank you this morning, oh God, for the confidence that, Lord, you bring to us by your word and by your spirit, oh God. Somebody lift up your voice and begin to thank the Lord. Remo solo bro shada baba. He calling me andolobo santele baba. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for safety and security. Thank you, the Lord. They are more with us than against us. Thank you, the Lord. The expectation of our adversaries would never come to pass. But that which you have ordained, oh God, you will make good in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise this morning. We give you thanks, oh God. Lebo shada baba. We give you thanks this morning, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your hand, let me pray. Eternal God, this morning we thank you so much for the power of your word. Thank you, my God, the Lord, you bring to us your word which brings life. And thank you, my God, for the empowering word that brings us that reminder and that strength that, Lord, you are with us. And also you have dispatched your angels to keep charge of us. Thank you, my God, for the ministry of your angels with your people. And thank you that, Lord, your people shall be kept hidden. And your people shall be kept secure until these times are passed over. Tonight, Lord, I pray, my God, for angelic assistance to those who are in need. Help, O oh God, to them. I pray, my God, especially for those who are in financial distress in this time. The Lord send help one way or the other to them. That angel, my God, that showed Hagar where there was a well of water, showed their provision. I pray this morning. The Lord, let the same be done for your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, Father, we rest. We will rest. We will rest in you, O God. We will abide in you, O God. We will abide under the shadow of your wing. My God, we thank you, O God, that Lord, indeed, our homes our family are secured because your angels encamp around our dwelling places. My God, this morning I pray that let every fear lift off every life. Every anxiety be lifted off, oh God, by your word, by the, the spirit of your word, oh God. This morning I pray for peace and calm over every life under the sound of my voice. I pray, my God, for that confidence to know that it is well with us. Ah, it is well with us. It is well with us, we declare. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless your people, Lord, and keep them hidden. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, there's an opportune time, a great day, the best day, the only day you have, to be precise. You want to pray this prayer after me. So the, the angels of God, they are sent to minister unto those who are the heirs of salvation. You can only become an heir of salvation when you have received Christ and you have received salvation. You want to pray after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. But today I repent of all my sins. Wash me with your blood. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, that today I am born again and I've become an heir of salvation. An heir of God and join us with Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh, clap your hands. Amen. And thank God for your life. You are saved. Amen. Write to us. Call us right after the program. There are telephone numbers coming on the screen. If you need any prayer, call us. Amen. Or write to us any prayer request. 
And for those of you who want to receive a daily encouraging word, it's an audio on WhatsApp from me. Call, give us your number, your contact, and we'll send you daily encouragement every day. God richly bless you. But before we go off, we want to pray for birthday celebrants of the week. Amen. If you celebrated your birthday in the past week, just lift up your hands. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we bless all birthday celebrants of this week, this past week. I ask, oh God, that Lord cover them, my God, with your glory. Bless their lives. My God, I pray that bring into fulfillment your divine plans and purpose for their lives. I pray for length of days and strength of years for them, O oh God. Strengthen their lives and let them live the full number of their years. You say you will satisfy them with long life. Let them be satisfied with fullness of life in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I want to take an offering this morning. You want to take an offering. We don't come before the presence of the Lord empty-handed. And if you've been in this service this morning, you want to give unto the Lord. Maybe you also want to um, redeem your tithe or you're sowing a seed into the word. The numbers are on the screen. The moment numbers on our bank account. God bless you as you give. God bless you. Let us pray. Father, I bless the offerings of your people. I bless the tithes of your people and the seed of faith of your people. And I pray, Father, that Lord look upon your people, O God. And Father, bless them. Bless them in the work of their hands. Bring them increase, O God. Let your heavens be open upon every giver this morning. And Father, pour them out blessings that they will not even have hands to contain it. And Lord, those who are bringing in their tithes, I pray that Lord may every covenant blessing that comes upon the tither be their portion. Open the heavens upon their lives. Rebuke the devourer of their lives. So God, rebuke every devourer for their sake. Pray that Lord, you cause their lives, so God, to become a delightsome land. No premature death, no prematurity in their lives. No distress, my God. The enemy will not wreak havoc in their lives. Bless them, O God. Keep them under this divine covenant, O God. Keep them protected and blessed. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Amen. We want to finally pray for our nation and the nations of this world. You want to lift up your hands. We want to pray for Ghana. We want to pray for all the nations of this world. But first, of all, we want to start from where we are ministering from. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up our nation before you. Everybody pray. Thank you, the Lord. Your word declares that blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. We declare that Ghana is your nation, O oh God. And we pray this morning that, Lord, let your mercy come upon this nation. We are asking Jehovah Shalom that let your peace reign over us as a people. We pray, Father, that, Lord, deliver us, O oh God, my God, from evil. We pray, my God, that, Lord, deliver us, O oh God, from this escalating rate of this coronavirus in this land. We pray, Father, that Lord bring health and healing to the people. We pray, my God, that by your mighty hand, stop the onslaught of this disease. In the mighty name of Jesus, this morning we pray for our frontline workers, our doctors, our nurses, pharmacists, media personnel, force men, my God, anyone that stands in any place, my God, as a frontliner fighting my God, for the sake of lives to be kept alive in this coronavirus pandemic, we ask, my God, for special grace upon them. We are praying that Lord protect them. We are praying that Lord deliver their lives. My God, we pray that Lord they will not also be infected. My God, we pray that Lord protect their lives, hide them and their families. My God, let the blood be a covering over their lives, my Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We pray that no one, my God, will fall in the line of duty. But Lord, they will be kept alive. Your strength will be their strength. In Jesus' mighty name. And Father, we continue to pray, my God, for our nation. We pray for our president and all those in cabinet. We pray, my God, for all those in leadership positions. My God, who take decisions. My God, for the millions of lives in this nation. We pray, my God, that Lord, grant them more wisdom. That Lord, they will work and do according to your will that it may be well with us as a people. We pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, that Lord, every decision, my God, will bring life, my God, to your people. In the name of you, will bring total well-being. 
We pray, my God, for past presidents in this land. We pray that, Lord, let all political parties, let them be united on one, on one thing, that Ghana first, and that the lives of Ghanaians matter. This is what we pray this morning. We pray, my God, for justice to be done in this land, particularly in this election year. We pray, my God, that, Lord, let justice be done so that there will be peace. For without justice, there can be no peace. We are calling for justice, and we are calling for peace. And I pray this one, the Lord, dispatch your angels, my God, throughout the length and the breadth of this land, O oh God, who will bring, my God, Ghana peace. We pray that you secure this land, O oh God, from bloodthirsty demons and from demons of war in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that, Lord, let us understand one another as Ghanaians, for we are one people. We say that we are one nation, one people. My God, with one destiny, one common destiny under you, God. We pray this morning that, Lord, remind us, O oh God, and cause us to live peaceably with one another. My God, in the bond of unity, there is peace. In the bond of unity, there is progress. We cannot progress as a divided nation. Pray this morning that, Lord, let the spirit of unity be among us. Let's agree to disagree. But at the end of the day, my God, Ghana first, and the people, the lives of people first, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that, Lord, people's lives will not be sacrificed for anything but rather our lives will be kept. We pray, O oh God, that intervene in the matters of Ghana. Intervene, O oh God. Step in and let us have peace and let Ghana progress and let Ghana move forward. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we give you thanks that, Lord, it is done. This nation is covered in the blood, covered by the blood. My God, in Jesus' mighty name, we lift up prayer for the many nations of this world today who are also going through their own struggles with the coronavirus pandemic, as well as also political issues. We pray, Father, Lord, you help every nation and every continent, oh God. We pray that, Lord, save lives of people. We pray that, Lord, in all the nations of this world, this coronavirus pandemic will not become a political issue, but it will be about lives. We pray, my God, that nations, my God, will take right decisions, that lives will be kept. We come against, my God, the spirit of death that is working havoc in nations also. And we ask this morning that, Lord, take over this world. This is your world, not the world of men. It is your world, Lord. So take over and let your perfect will be done and be established. And in all nations, whether in America, in the United Kingdom, in Africa, anywhere, where there's even one believer on their knees praying, my God, for their nations, hear your people, oh God and dispatch your angels, my God, to help them, to help us also. We give you thanks that it is done. Your will be done on earth, even as it is being done in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Kofi. Above the head.